podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is the Talking Texas Podcast. My name is Daniel. It's that child half hope. We do this podcast every Tuesday. Remember to follow us on the social medias on Twitter at Talking Tactics, Facebook Talking Tactics, Instagram 352. If you're on Apple Podcasts, subscribe. It's free. Leave us a five-star review and we'll read it on the show. If you're on Spotify, give us a follow. Um, If you're on SoundCloud, hit the hearts. If you want to put something in the collection plate. Please um, do so. Please do so. We we, we give you you that wasabi. It's called Street Electronica. He does like the word wasabi for whatever. No, but but it's what. But have you ever had a wasabi before? Yeah, it's very hot. Ooh, bro. So, um, goes to your nostril. Check us out on Patreon. Uh, The link should be in the description. Patreon.com slash talking tactics. Three dollars a month, you get access to the complete back catalog of talking tactics extras, which we just we've discussed just about everything in life at this point. Everything, man. So that's a hundred podcasts that nobody else has access to except those guys. So I don't know. People seem to enjoy them, and you're just you know making sure that we keep doing this this podcast of ours. So there you go. All right, let's let's start with bad news first. The bad news. People have been dying. Have hope, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Maradona's been the the big one of the last month, but Papa Bubar Jap hasn't been mentioned on the show and that's more yeah. my fault than anything paulo rossi passed away someone died today Gerard Houllier. Houllier. Gerard Houllier. i don't know man i don't know what's in the what's in the ether what's in the air what's in the water whatever it is but yeah man just rest but, in but peace is, to, is, to is, those is, guys but then is it a case that more people seem to be dying in 2020 because 2020 is so bad it seems more embellished but if we looked at last year or the year before it was Perhaps. still the same kind of not it's just you know? the all in like Two weeks or however it is, yeah, you know, just football, football's know, losing Rossi, people. So. Diop and Julie were about in, a, in about a month. Do you know they say Jop passed from ALS, so oh. he was he was forty two years old. I just, he, I just had an illness. It was an illness. Like yeah, yeah. The Keep reported that it was ALS. So I looked up like reports about like okay because I know it's um not it's a nervous system disorder like mm. basically your brain and your nervous system I, I looked up like is there a link between perhaps like the repetitive brain trauma of playing football and the connection to als some studies suggest that like playing american football or being a boxer or being a footballer it can either trigger it or accelerate the thing that was already there so so who knows maybe football could have been a, a factor but you know, it's hard to know because it's one of those diseases where you just you, you can't know. Um, but yeah, that's sad. The other ones, I think Rossi had mm. lung cancer, so yep. he's probably a smoker or whatever it was. But um, Julier was, I mean, I remember him being kind of old when I was young. So <laughs> that makes sense. And Maradona, mm. um, you know, obviously we, we, we know how he lived. But um, yeah, so Jock, I don't know. That one was just really I think it was 2002 World Cup. I didn't watch the game just because of when they were. Mm. But I do remember France lost. I remember being, you know, I was probably 11 or 12. And, you know, France was kind of always my team. Because, <laughs> you know, they had, uh, you know, <laughs> like African All-Stars, basically. <laughs> uh, and uh, I remember, like, yeah, France lost in the World Cup. Like, wow, they'll, they'll be okay. But, you know, they weren't okay. And he was the he was the one who scored the goal, and 
probably Senegal's first ever win in a World oh, no, no, Cup. Actually, like that. Did, did I have I, I think did I tell you the, the story of that game? No. In Maybe, physics. Go ahead. Oh, okay, okay, but yeah, like, even if some you know, so yeah, so this was while I was in physics. Again, I have no idea what happens in physics. I, I, just, I, had, yeah. I have no idea what's happening in any of my science classes, but physics teacher was pretty cool. So we were like, come on, man, it's the World Cup and everything. I was like, okay, cool. And remember, this was the first game of the World Cup. So let's just watch it. So it was Senegal against France. And then obviously we are assuming that France because they had both Trezeguet and Henri both starting up front. So like, boom, like these guys are just going to just completely destroy Senegal. But hey, look, it's an African side. Well, let's just see how well they can do. But we're all expecting France to really just sort of shoot themselves because this were their they obviously the defending World Cup and European champions you know so I was like look okay well you know this this game is zero zero and then I remember when um Diop scored I basically got up ran all the way to the back of the classroom and basically did like a slide across the floor and then everyone in the classroom just just started to, to, to laugh man. but yeah but I remember just being super happy when Diop scored where was this? England, 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 England. Oh, okay. Good memories, man. So, oh, no, no, like that was. I mean, like, and oh yeah, I think since well, I didn't watch. I couldn't. I didn't watch the Senegal talking game because these dickheads forced me to play cricket while they were playing. I had to listen to the Senegal um, talking game on radio. Remember radio people? <laughs> did Did Senegal advance from that group? Yeah, they yeah. they advanced and then they they, they played. Um, Did they make it to the was it quarters? Or they made it to the quarters. Yes, yeah. they played Sweden in the second round and they won in extra time and they mm. really talk in the quarters. Was it golden goal? It must have been. I think, I think the it was golden 16. goal. Yeah, yes, I think it was golden goal. Anyway, rest in peace to to those that we've lost. And obviously, there are people who have passed away that you know aren't as famous. So. Mm. That, no, no, everyone, for everyone, everyone, you yeah. know, who has suffered so, the loss of a loved one, man. There we go. Condolences right. to your family. So, Arsenal, we can't not start with them losing to Burnley. <laughs> now, I, I wait, wait, think... But, but, Daniel, it's not funny. That's the whole point. It is, it is funny. funny. <laughs> but why? They're, this could be a relegation this battle. Is the th- is it's funny? the third biggest club in England. Or it's the third biggest English club. We can put it that way. So, you have Liverpool, Ar- Liverpool... Uh, Manchester United, whichever order. Arsenal's third in terms of global brand, outreach, all of that. Above Chelsea, above City, and there's no other real contender. So they're like, people love Arsenal around the world. There's a reason why, like, you know, Arsenal fan TV is as big as it is. Or, Mm. you know, I know there's cousins of mine that are super big Arsenal fans. Like, I know they have a presence in Asia. In America, they're pretty big. Because, you know... Yeah, yeah, and they're huge in Nigeria. Yeah, Um, like... The idea of, so you guys went on beaten and, you know, obviously Kanu and, you know, just you can go through all the legends. It, it makes sense why why Nigerians would, would be big Arsenal fans. But, yeah, man, the legends that that club have had, they've got to be number three. And I th- are they 16th? I think it's 15th. I think 15th. they're, they're 15th. above Brighton. <laughs> it's not funny, man. It's deep. Shit is deep, man. Ah. Uh, like okay, if you if if you had to change one thing about Arsenal, what would you change? Okay, is this like a more general question or specific to the issue they have now? Specific to the issue they have now, the manager. Wow. So it's basically if if we're going to go in order, I'll say the manager. Bring back Ozil. 
and um, gets. Actually, no. Let's start start there. Obviously, also his modest, but the main things is new manager bring back also, because I think like this 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 is the thing. The worst thing that happened to Arsenal was winning, winning the, the FA, FA Cup. Cup. Yeah, because let's just rewind all the way back when they sacked Emery. I was like, look, guys, Wenger was here for over twenty years. He had his hands into everything. They didn't have a director of football. Wenger was director of, of football. So he literally was in every nook and cranny of Arsenal. Mm-hmm. So you remove that. It's a big thing and it's a big change. So to have such a seismic change, it's very important that you have a true manager who can come in. I think that, I still say David Moyes should have been given a summer, but I get it. That was always a bad transition. And I think <laughs> Ferguson, I have, a, I have a crazy theory. I think Ferguson chose him not only because he was scottish because he knew that he would fail so it would make fergie look good but that's like a crazy cons- <laughs> it's a crazy conspiracy theory crazy conspiracy theory but my thing is that if united went from fergie to Mourinho that's or me. fergie to van hal i think that would have been much more understandable than going with a guy who only said what's up with everton so so okay so business okay so you have that there and you look at Arsenal now. Emery is a coach. I don't think he's a manager who can be like, aha, I cannot really sort of understand and get into the facets of how this team works and everything beyond just the trading and the team and so forth. He's like, oh, this is my philosophy. This is how I play. Boom. So that was always a bad transition. But fair enough, it, it didn't work out. Once it didn't work out, you have to realize that this is... This, this requires an experienced hand. Somebody who has many years in the game, knows all the tricks to get results, and just knows how to really, you know, work with the team. So Patrick Vieira, I get that he's been sacked by Nice, but it's like, you must feel a way that they went with Arteta over you. No. But then this now goes to how, why Patrick Vieira, after he, he played, went to work with Man City with recruitment and working mm-hmm. with youth players rather than, than an Arsenal because I just think the way that that Arsenal thing ended obviously was acrimonious. But my thing is this, is that when Arteta was hired, I was like, you're hiring a dude who's never managed before. This can't end good. But Devil was like, now look, man, I think that this guy's good and, and he actually is um, <laughs> behind a lot of good stuff that's pepped it with Man City. I was like, okay, okay. But I was like, man, this guy's, he's, you're hiring a guy who's never managed, managed before with a team that needs an experienced hand because they're going through a serious transition from Wenger. So once they won the FA Cup, I was like, how can I, how can I criticize? They won a trophy, they won, a, they won an FA Cup. And then, it would not be a, a, a real trophy, but it is what it is, Community Shield. But that was the worst thing that happened to Aston because once they won the FA Cup, they said, hey, <laughs> you now have Ty from AFTV who says, hey, look, he, he won the FA Cup. <laughs> so, but that's now bought him time that he shouldn't have and the situation that people now have is they will now say no 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 no, this has to be it's it's, it's the players the players are not doing so well as Obama because oh, this guy he won us the FA Cup he won us if a, a flipping trophy and he won us the community show so it must be the players but the real thing is cool you won the FA Cup the reality is that I'm looking at a team that is completely lost void of 
any belief and completely, totally just down with more morale and have lost their way. This situation requires an experienced hand because you need somebody who is like, yeah, I've been here before. I know what it means to lose five games in a row. I know what it means to have a, a striker who has lost confidence and I know how to get his back from him. It's going to take time and patience, but I've been here before and I know the tricks of the trade to get us out of this. Ateta has never experienced this before in his life. So in his mind, he's like, hey, no, come on, you should be doing this. Why, why isn't this, 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 this working? You know, but you need to experience this with a lesser team so you can then bring in that experience with a lesser team and bring it in because you can't learn on the job for something like an Arsenal. I because agree to an the extent. Job could end up being relegated. So I, I agree to an extent, right? However, Arsene Wenger was very experienced, <laughs> like twenty years deep, decades deep, and he the same kind of issues of just sloppiness, bad play, weird results. That was happening with him, and then you moved to Emery, who was also experienced, and the same Wait, so, issues were happening. So Wenger with them. was in the relegation zone with Arsenal. The results were never this bad, but the foundation for this was existing. It's just that they've kind of devolved oh, <laughs> since. Nah, nah. But oh, like, no, no, that's a false story. I mean, like, that's for me, is a false equivalent. This, what is happening now, isn't connected to Wenger. Of course because, it's connected. No, no, okay, 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 okay. You missed that Wenger laid the foundation in terms of, okay, you, you, you're not really evolving the team, you're not really buying the, the same big player, like The same core of players, like the Mustafis, the Bellerins, the okay, okay, wait, Rob let me ask Holding, like let me ask all of this. those let me ask players that people are singling out as like, yo, this guy's really bad for our team, okay, like Xhaka. Okay, let me ask you this. If there was an, ex- if a Allegri or an Ancelotti... Are we trying to save Arsenal from relegation or are we trying to make them a top six club again? No, 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 no. All, all, no look, this is a serious situation. <laughs> okay. Okay, because 10th, 7th, 8th grade, 15th, 16th, <laughs> that is a whole different level. Okay, okay, okay so, pause. Okay. Mar- Mourinho won the league in 14 15. 15 16, he was. 15th or 16th he had all of the experience and more treble winner multiple champions league winner multiple premier league winner just won it the year before but the team was just it didn't feel like playing for him so he had to go the moment hitting comes in they start winning i think they finish 10th my general point is and maybe the wenger point was a bit of a bad example but the point is the players are the problem they've always been the problem with Wenger, the players were the problem. With Emery, the players were the problem. Although Emery does need to take a little bit of blame. And I suspect that the problem still remains that this core and group of players that were constructed by Wenger, by Emery, and ultimately Arteta, or presently Arteta, and I guess we have to include, you know, the, the boardroom in this, they're just not good enough. Then you add the inexperienced manager on top of it, and now we you see them in 15th. But the foundation for that was always there. It's just you had a level of manager that was able to get them 6th or 8th or whatever the case may be. Now we're dealing with Arteta who's learning on the job. Now he, I think you're right where you say winning the FA Cup might have not been the best thing for them. Because it gives him rope. It gives him more rope to hang himself with. Mm. And that's probably not a good thing. However... It did show that the new manager comes in 
and the players respond to it. So Emery, when Emery first came in, they responded and then it fell off. Arteta first came in, they responded, especially after um, the COVID break or whatever it was, and Arsenal were, you know, they were winning games or, you know, they weren't losing in some terrible fashion, if, if I remember correctly. They get to the FA Cup, they beat Liverpool, I think, they beat Chelsea. Who, who, did, who did they beat in the semifinal? Who? It must have been Liverpool, because I think Chelsea played Manchester United. Oh, no, it was City. It was Manchester City. They beat yeah, Manchester yeah, because, City. because he schooled, because he was yep. schooling his they, they beat Manchester City, and then they beat Liverpool in the Community Shield. That section of play was like, hey, you know, maybe Arteta actually is building something, or is a capable builder. But, it just seems after time, these players just decide, ah, Without knowing, like, the individuals in the dressing room, it's hard to put your finger on it. So it's like, if, if you bring in an Allegri, they'll get the, he'll get the bounce. But then what? The players will just decide, eh. <laughs> and then it'll go from there. And then people will be like, oh, no, Allegri has to go, Allegri has to go. Because it's easier to get rid of one man than it is to get rid of, you know, eight, so what's the nine, solution, ten man? players. What's, what's the solution, man? And I know this is going to sound bad to Arsenal fans. But you got to find a guy and you got to stick with him. Even if the, the guy gets relegated, he still sticks. No, well, obviously not if he gets relegated. Like maybe, I'd see. I would give him like five, ten more games, maybe, and just see what happens. You know, maybe get him into the January transfer window if things are going bad into like maybe the first week or whatever it is. Then maybe you get rid of him so the new manager can have some time to buy, sell players, whatever it is. But you can't just keep changing the figurehead. And expect that things will get better. Because ultimately the the problem, like the real problem, and I suspect this is where you probably wanted to go in the beginning, is the ownership. The ownership just don't give a damn. They'll probably give a damn now. Like, oh, wow, my, uh, my British asset isn't doing that well. Let me see if I can throw some money into it. So you fix that, and that's probably a lot of the problems fixed or solved. But ultimately, you can't just keep... Bringing in Wenger, Emery, uh, Arteta. You bring in Allegri, or people say Pochettino. That'd be that'd be interesting if you try if you tried that. But I suspect you know before Mourinho signed for Spurs or signed with Spurs, the idea was he was going to go to Arsenal. But then Levy was like, I'm not going to allow Mourinho to go to Arsenal. So he sacks Pochettino. They bring in Mourinho. They hire him. Lundberg. What's how do you pronounce that guy's name? Freddie Lundberg. 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 Yeah, he was the interim. Interim. Yeah. And Mourinho would look like the guy. <laughs> and Spurs like, nope. <laughs> but I still suspect that Mar- even if Mourinho went to Arsenal, they'd have gotten the good bounce. I don't know if they win a trophy or whatever it is, but they get the good bounce. And then this season, maybe they're not 15th, but maybe they're 12th. Maybe they're 10th. Like, there's just something wrong with the club. And that has to change from the top down. Changing the middle management... I mean, it'll make you feel good. Uh, yeah, somebody's being punished for the bad results. But really and truly, you probably got to stick with a guy and just trust that he'll be able to build the team in the future. So this season is basically a write-off as it, as it stands. So Okay, so this is why I always ask. I've, I've been asking everyone. Let's say you're in charge and yep. you're seeing the situation right now. Do you keep Arteta or do you sack him? Because remember, Arsenal have Southampton, Everton, Chelsea, next three games. Obviously, I'm not an Arsenal fan. Arsenal fans would be like, get rid of him, get rid of him, get rid of him. Just because in the immediate, in the short term, that seems like the smart decision. 
if you can give me an Allegri, like if he's guaranteed that I will come to a team that's 15th and I will try to get them under the relegation battle, if you can give me that, then okay, give it to Allegri, right? But if Allegri's smart, I don't think he would touch this with a barge pole. So if you can't get a particular quality manager that you think will be able to build the team, for now, I stick with Arteta as my answer. I'll tell you what I'll... I'll tell you what I do. I sack him. To do what? Get a manager. Get, get an experienced manager. But what happens when the experienced manager messes up? Wait, how? So you know for a fact that experienced manager will mess up? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's the, My, it's the oh, nature oh, oh, of the club. Okay. If you even, give an experienced manager, David Louise, Willian, Xhaka, Lacazette, Holding, Bellerin. That Arsenal are now in a situation where... They could potentially get relegated because I'm looking at a team. They're not going to get relegated. That people, people. Okay, so, okay, wait, wait, no, no, no. Okay, let me. So you're saying that if Sheffield have manager, one point after 12 games, so if Arteta remains as manager, they won't get relegated. You think there's no chance? Arsenal there is no, no. There's no okay. chance. Arsenal, not not because of anything great that Arsenal are, but just because of the the Sheffields, the West Broms, the Fulhams of the world. They're too bad. Sheffield have one point after 12 games. This is the worst start of any team ever in the history of the Premier League. Worse than Derby County, whenever that was, or Blackpool, whenever that was. If you look at the table, Arsenal have 13 points, which is terrible. But there are teams that have one point, eight points. So Arsenal are not going to get relegated. They'll, they'll pick up enough points. I'm sure of it. The point is, how do you want to stay safe? Do you want to stay safe with a new guy that's going to make you feel better in the short term, but it's not going to do anything for you long term, no doubt? Or do you stick with a guy that you think can build it? And Arteta winning the FA Cup and the Charity Shield suggests that perhaps he has something in him that you might want to stick with. Like, there's not nothing there. I think we've talked about this in the past. Like, if you gave Frank Lampard this Arsenal team, do you think it'd be any different? If you gave Arteta the Chelsea squad, do you think it'd be that much different? Probably not. Just no, just I'm just I'm just looking at the table right now. So Arsenal have 13 points, Brighton 10, Burnley 9, Fulham in 18th have eight points, and they were and they were beating Liverpool until Liverpool got that penalty. So just a little FYI for information there. So, so they are five points above the relegation zone. Do the, are the games in hand anywhere? Nope. So basically Fulham. Arsenal have played 12 games. Burnley have played 11 games. So Burnley have a game in hand on well, all go. these dudes. It's fun to say as opposing fans that they're in a relegation battle. What? <laughs> like, let's let's be serious. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. For me, like, I think in fairness, they're not in a relegation battle. That, but my thing is that I'm just looking at the I'm just looking at the optics. Okay, have hope. Put it this way: if they win, if they win their next game. And they get 16 points. Where's the or it, let's let's say if they win two games in a row, they they won't do this given what the what, what their schedule looks like. But mm. if they get six points from their next games, right? Mm. What what's the highest they could get? You think if you look at the table? So if you no, give no, them no, 19 no, no, points, no, no, they probably be, go into like mid table. Yeah, no. Without looking at the other other table, I think the highest that they can finish is 10th or 9th. That's the highest they can finish. So this is the idea. I don't think a manager of a particular quality will be willing to take Arsenal in this position. You'd have to find somebody uniquely special 
Big Sam. Let's, don't, let's be serious. No, no. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Because you know, the, 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 guy, the guy knows how to avoid rare, rare, rare relegation. Tony Pulis? We, we, we yeah. don't do that? Well, Long no. throws? No, 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 no. Big Sam is an expert at, at avoiding relegation, so... Anybody but Pardew, man. Anybody but Pardew. You know, you know the Big list. There's, there's, there's Allardyce. There's Pulis. There's Pardew. There's... Oh, come on. It's so, so, so funny. Like, I was doing this thing with, with, with someone, and the name Allardyce came on. And because he'd never seen the name before, he pronounces Aladike. All right. Um, all right. So we mentioned Liverpool. We can we can leave Arsenal there. But I'm just saying, this problem is deeper than whoever the manager is, and Arsenal fans' willingness to change the manager. I understand it, especially as a Chelsea fan, complicated Chelsea fan. Anyway, real Chelsea fan. Changing the manager does make you feel good, but ultimately, mm-mm. who and what are you giving the next guy to work with? Hmm. You know, Liverpool. Liverpool got a penalty at the end. Well, all I know that because I didn't watch the game. All I know that Salah scored the penalty. And I watched the game. I'm just thinking, how did they get the penalty? I forgot how they got it. Ooh. Oh, free kick at the at the at the end of the game, damn near. And someone in the wall. Well, Fulham are up one nil, by the way. Mm. And there's a free kick. They 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 go in the wall, and I think the guy's name is Kamara. He jumps, and his arm is kind of. It's in an unnatural position, but he's turning away. That way, you know, the ball doesn't hit him in the face or the chest yeah. or whatever. It hits his arm, and they give a penalty. Salah converts. It's not a great penalty, but it gets through Areola. So, um, yeah, 1-1. One, one. I only bring this game up to talk about Diego Jota is injured. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's pretty bad. And he's kind of been doing his best Sadio Mane impression this season by just kind of pulling rabbits out of hats and getting them wins when they should be draws or draws when they should be losses. So what effect, if any, quickly do you think Jota's seemingly month, two, three out? No, bro. It's it's not good, man. Because um, Minamino? Nah. Mm. Failed. It's, 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 um, I'll say, and I think Liverpool fans have to accept, it's been a failed transfer. It's, 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 it's not worked. You know, um, similar to Nabiketa, where's Nabiketa? I can, still, I can still see an amazing player in Nabiketa. Mm, it's normally worked. <laughs> you see, my thing is this. This is a difficult season. It's a difficult year. And you already know from Klopp's runs and so forth, you know how difficult it was for your boy. Mane isn't really clicking. Salah isn't really clicking. Firmino, as in, he's not been relevant for like about a year or so. So, so many players are out of form. And Jota was doing a lot just to really help Liverpool winning it because he was the guy that was really the much the most sharpest, which is what makes the game on Wednesday so interesting. I just obviously I don't know whether we'll we'll get into that because that Wednesday's game is very interesting. Even if it's at Anfield, this Liverpool team are struggling because for me I was like, eh, Fulham. So wait, yeah, one zero down to Fulham, and you only go back at the game through a penalty. This team is suffering mm. because Liverpool Fulham last season last year. 2-0, 3-0, easy dub, you know. So, the Jota miss is pretty big. It is a pretty big miss because these guys are out of form and I just don't know where they're going to find the form from. I mean, look, Liverpool can do something similar to what they did last season where they, even if they didn't play well, play well, they just sort of found games. Even if they were out of rhythm, they just found, found goals out of nowhere. But even then they were still sharper. 
So even if they were not playing the kind of elaborate, easy on the eye football last season, because the players were fresher and sharper, they were able just to sort of um, produce that clutch moments to get that win. The fixture schedule. I don't know what effects having COVID can have on the body and on recovery as well. The team just seems f- way more lethargic than they did before. And I, See, here's my thing. And obviously, I don't know whether we're going to pep. <sighs> because you can see that. Yeah, man, look, it's a COVID year, man. No, look how, what Liverpool are looking like. Look at what Man City are looking like. Tottenham look fine. <laughs> Tottenham look, look, look fine. When Chelsea have, have everyone fit, they look fine. You know? So this whole fixture congestion thing isn't a thing that is making everybody in the league look lethargic. Have have Chelsea's players, like main players, have they have they tested positive? The have ones I can did. remember, are Hudson Odoi had it at the very beginning, and Kai, I think no Kai Havertz definitely and had Havertz it. had it, and he's looking off off the pace. Mm. But other than that, I can't think of anyone who's had it. In in the same way that Liverpool have like their key players have definitely had it. So yeah, Salah Mane had, had it, Mane Salah's had it. Um so I wonder, you know, they say that it, it affects obviously it's a Did Sterling have it? I'm not sure. But obviously Chat, I think it's did Sterling have have it? Chat, did 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 Sterling have co- or, or who in who in Man City had co COVID? Chat if you can tell us. But we we know it affects the lungs, we know it affects mm-hmm. the heart, we know it affects the brain. So I wonder, you know. Ibra- wait, but, but I believe the game, the first game back after Ibrahimovic had it, I think he scored one or two, or two goals. It's Ibra, he's not human. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> I, I have the heart of a lion, <laughs> the brain of an eagle. Whatever. The Cristiano is still scoring, albeit penalties, but still, they still but count. What I'm thinking is like, if enough players in your team get it, what does that do the, to the collective um, output? That, like, let's say if 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 you could give a hundred, also they if, are saying Amaris and Laporte apparently if, with the If two. five players in your starting eleven get it, instead of a hundred, if you're only capable of like eighty-five or ninety, that extra ten percent, maybe maybe a fit Fulham could give you a draw at Craven Cottage or wherever it is. But we can, let's 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 do Manchester Derby. So. What? Um, wait, 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 what happened? Nothing happened in that freaking game. I know it's just a nil-nil. So I was gonna ask you, like, what did you think? Nothing, because <laughs> it was nil-nil <laughs> and it was a crap game. Game was garbage. <laughs> like, like, like the only talking points there is is Pep now a pragmatist now? It's still a Manchester derby. What do you mean? It's still a very like. What do you What do you mean? Why would we talk about oh, just Manchester City and Manchester United? Like, there's no reason to discuss at least in part. No. Because the game was freaking trash. There is nothing to report about the game. The game when the game was, Fine. was trash. No, okay, no, let's leave it. Um Spurs drew with Crystal Palace. Mm. Um Bro Harry let me Kane. See. Yo. Let me see this very quickly quickly, very quickly. Did you watch the game? Yes. The well, I can't the, I can't remember the last time I saw a goalkeeper a like collection you? of <laughs> that level of saves from a keeper in one game because you know, obviously they are like the whole team Howard thing and everything but in terms of quality of saves because there's times where it's oh my gosh this keeper just saving everything but I'm like well maybe this track could, 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 could do better no these are fingertip amazing saves the last save on Dyer insane wow that was insane but he he kind of had to do that stuff given how Kane scored 
Mm. You, you know what I mean? Like, if you didn't have the great game, then people could kind of point to you and be like, ah, it's kind of your fault anyway. Mm. But, like, you have to give him credit for even the point that they got because... Oh, for sure. No, no, no. There were he... at least two or three saves in that game where it was just like, huh? Like, how, how did Spurs not score? Yeah, yeah, no. no. You know? Basically, he basically ends Crystal Palace eight points. Without him, Tottenham win that game. See, and those so. those those are the kind of saves that I want my goalkeeper to make. Does that make sense? Like, I, oh, I want you to do it, the is, basic is things. Is we we we'll we'll get to Chelsea in a second. <laughs> but so, for instance, <laughs> Kepa. <laughs> Kefa can't make those saves. No, no, no. It's not happening. It's not happening. Like, he'll he'll do everything else pretty much well. You know, he'll pass out of the back well. Yeah, he'll all, all, that, all that useless crap. Press, he'll, he's press-resistant to an extent, you know. Um, but when it comes to, like, make the saves you're supposed to make, it's a bit iffy. Then make the saves that nobody thinks you can or should. You're not capable. Gaita, I think is how you pronounce the name. Gaita. He seems to be making saves that, like, how? Like, you're not supposed to be doing that. So, um, especially there was one that there's a shot that Kane had or Son had, one of the two. I was like, how? Yeah, yeah, no, no, because he saved Ellie from Undomble, saved close, I think he saved a close range run from Kane towards the end. Yeah. Another one from Kane in the first half, and then obviously the Eric Dyer free kick. <laughs> it was a good free kick. You know, I was, was thinking, <laughs> because in the Madrid derby, Ramos had a free kick, and I was like, if he makes it, then people are going to start going crazy. <laughs> yeah, best defender of all time. How about, you know, like, uh, however many goals he scored. I was like, you know, he's, uh, Ramos is a unique talent where, like, I trust him on penalties and free kicks more than I trust some forwards. Mm. Um, so I was like, if Dyer makes this, do I have to say the same thing about Eric Dyer? <laughs> and then he, he does something. It's pretty spectacular. I'm pretty sure when it li- when it leaves his boot, he's thinking, oh, shit, this might go in. And then Gaeta just sticks his hand out there and, you know, saves it. But we'll we'll get to Madrid in a second. Um but yeah. You know, I don't know. Um how did how did they score their goal? Um yeah, yeah, I missed that. Schlup. I was I I went out. Schlup. Jeff Schlup. Which is an interesting name. Um he scored uh it was kinda trashy, but you know, all goals count. So yeah, man. Benteke. Benteke had a few chances. Um, Zaha. Zaha's too... I know this is a tired point for Crystal Palace. I'm sure Crystal Palace fans wouldn't want to hear this, but like he's too good for your club. You know this, surely. He is, he is, he is. You know this, surely. Whether they like it or not, he's, he's too good for the club, like, for sure. The, I, I think how they scored their goal was Zaha had the ball on their left wing. And obviously him and Aurier are compatriots for Cote d'Ivoire or Ivory Coast. Mm. And he did some move and uh, Serge Aurier fouled him. I was like, oh, man, this isn't good (laughs) in his first context. And I think Eze put the ball at Eze. He's a talent, by the way. Like, if, if he isn't already... Nigerian international, y'all need to make sure that goes goes ahead. Oh no 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 no! Because, because, because when I said, oh okay, but then when he then came off, you know they always showed the flag of the country or the it, player. It had the yeah. I, I saw that oh, red cross and the white background. I was like, oh yeah, I know that flag. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Nigerian football federation. I don't want to hear any stories about oh we should have done this, we should have done that. No no no. Go to his house, give his parents the money, and get the player. Anyway. 
Same thing they should have done with Tammy Abraham and all those other guys, man. You see, that's why I fuck with Zaha too, man. He was like, nah, fuck all this England shit, man. Like, I'm switching nationalities, man. I'm going back home. And he went to Ivory Coast, and he's probably one of their better players. So, um, anyway. Um, yeah, but Eze put in a free kick, I think. And, um, yeah, his set pieces are, are good. His corners were good. His free kicks were good. He's a, he's a talent. Um, I think he was from Queens Park Rangers, if I remember correctly. Mm. So another so. one in that in that line of players like Sterling and whatnot. So, um, all right, Chelsea Everton. Uh, Mendy, that was his first big mistake. I'd, I'd say. Yeah. Sucks that it was against Everton, but uh, you know it is what it is. <laughs> now. How do I put this? My whole thing with goalkeepers was just don't hurt the team. Like, you can let goals in. That's just a consequence of the position that you play. But don't do stupid things. So Kepa mm. was doing stupid things. Or he was just he wasn't doing the basics of being a top-flight goalkeeper, I would say. Mendy, I think we've identified a weakness he has one major flaw that I can recognize, and that's like penalty saving. He doesn't; he's not good yeah, at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, there was a penalty shootout that they had in—I think it was against Spurs. Spurs in the, um, in the League Cup. Cup wasn't great. So when he gives away the penalty, um, I think it was Calvert Lewin that he ran into. By the way, I was watching Madrid derby, so this is all highlight references for me. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 yeah, no, me too. I was mainly watching the Madrid derby um, as well. So yeah, I, I, you knew he wasn't gonna save it. So if we've identified one thing with Mendy, it's, yeah, he could be, he could get better at penalty saving. But you know, hopefully that's something you can work on with Czech and whatnot. By the way, I think Czech played today or yesterday in like a development game for the Chelsea. I think it's called the wow. the, the Chelsea development squad. So. Um, I think it's his first game since 2018 or 2019, whenever it was. So shout out to Czech, man. Back in goal with the helmets back. Um, mm. The trusty total helmet. I think I kind of trust him over Mendy, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> 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 I definitely trust Czech over Kepa. <laughs> Look, don't whisper. You said you trust Czech over Mendy. Say to trust, trust is like the feeling that I get from you. Of course, I'm going to give it to check. Whether or not that it's trust isn't always the correct feeling. Well, no, no, just... but but I think you see the whole thing with the Mendy thing is people have to put things in some perspective. Mendy isn't a great keeper. He's not a great key, 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 keeper. You know, he's just better than Kepa. He's Kep, Kepa was just so bad. So what you don't have is a guy who can do the basics. But for me, Mandy isn't winning you any games, I don't think. It's the Chilwell effect or the Alonso effect. I don't yeah. know how to name this. But Alonso is so bad at left back. You look at Chilwell and you think, oh, this guy's like actually world class. But, but no, by himself, Chilwell no you're just so used to watching trash yeah. that competency looks world class. And that's the problem with Kepa. Kepa was so bad. That a competent goalkeeper now looks like, oh, Neuer's calling him one of the best in Europe. Like, no. You're just used to watching <laughs> Chelsea have a bad goalkeeper. So, I don't know. I think Mendy can develop, obviously. Like, this is his first season at Chelsea. Mm. Probably the best coaching he would have had in terms of goalkeeping coaching or goalkeeper coaches and being around Czech and all that kind of stuff. I'm not sure what he would have been getting at Ren, but... Um, Ren's. 
I don't think the S is pronounced. If Frank Labov says Renz, I think it's Renz. You sure? <laughs> Look, that, I, I watch ESPN FC pretty every, every day, and I was like, I was like, well, really? But look, it's Frank. He's, he's freaking French. All so right. if he says Renz, it's Renz. All right. No. Okay. <laughs> I speak broken French. <laughs> I don't speak French. <laughs> I have Tarzan French. <laughs> me, da- me, me, Daniel. You, not Daniel, or whatever. Anyway, um, all right. So that's awesome. our complicated Chelsea show every Thursday. We'll go deeper into my Lampard theory and why I don't blame him for this loss. They really try to sell a white dude living in the in the jungle, swinging through trees. But that's that's for another conversation, man. Do you know what I realized, by the way? Mm. The talking gorillas <laughs> are just black people. There are no black people in Tarzan, but Daniel, t- Daniel, do you really want to have this conversation? But right? he can talk to gorillas, so Daniel. they've substituted black people for gorillas. Daniel, have you read the basic logline or synopsis of King Kong? No, but I have an understanding. When you have time, just read the synopsis and logline of King Kong <laughs> and 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 give me. Do you know a what call. I realized? This Babar. If anybody knows the cartoon Babar, this is a complete diversion, but whatever. The cartoon. Do you know Babar? No. The Elephant King. Hmm. Oh man, never mind. Well, you know what? This is it's this is for an extra. Because <laughs> I love Babar, but I have big issues with it now. Now that I'm slightly conscious. <laughs> I'm Tom and Jerry. <laughs> okay. Uh, Madrid derby. So this is what I watched instead of watching the Chelsea game. So you know. I was thinking. Simeone okay, makes do, me sick. Do do I watch? Okay, do, knowing that I have a Chelsea podcast every week, do I do the responsible thing and watch <laughs> the Chelsea game, or do I do the right footballing thing, given the two options, and do I watch the bigger game? So that's what I did. I watched the bigger game. So <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Chelsea will take care of itself. I'll just I'll just get the highlights and just keep monitoring on Twitter. But I wanted to see if Atletico could do the impossible for them. And that is beat Real Madrid in a game that they need to win in order to give them confidence, in order to win something. And they did. I think I told you in your marathon stream that I was like, I think they can win. <laughs> but I, th- I feel like I also said it. This is always like a Bayern Dortmund situation, where you want to have faith in Dortmund, but uh, I was going to call them Madrid. But Munich always inevitably beat them in the game that Dortmund need to win. And that's kind of how I feel about Madrid and, and, and Atletico. And, you know, it was it went to script, basically. Um, Modric, though. I'm, imp- I'm so impressed by this guy. To be his age and to be doing the... Like, it's the little things that he'll do. Like, Benzema gave him a ball. And he did something with his body where he just, it was like a faint slash, like, I don't know. He's just so aware of everything on the pitch. But, but I think the thing about Modric is, it's like, like it's like, it's like if you watch like LeBron James, you know how he, he knows everything that's happening and he knows, okay, that guy's open in the corner. If mm. I dribble right twice, this defender is going to go pat. And it's just like, I don't know, like a bionic brain. He's spatially aware of everything. That's why I watch Madrid, basically, just to watch Modric play. Basically, that's why I I use the whole 
Modric kind of Javi comparison. See, Javi's central midfield play is over a smaller area. He does qualities of a central midfield in terms of ball retention, protecting the ball and intelligence passes, but it's over a smaller area. The thing about Modric is about it's his dynamism. Mm. So he's a kind of midfielder that he's not going to carry the ball and he's he he covers a wider area on the pitch. And also it's his awareness. So he can he's very comfortable in that central midfield area of keeping the ball, that kind of mindful of like, you know, keeping possession and keeping tempo where Tony Cruz mainly plays. But he can now go in the final third. I can do what you do plus. Yeah, so he can go in the final third Disney and I can now actually dribble pass guys. <laughs> I can now go into the wing and we see. Look at the, the second goal that Cristiano scored um, in the Champions League final in 2017. Cruz and Iniesta can't do that. Head over to the wing and put in a cross like that from the wing. So it's like you have a midfielder who is in central midfield. He is in the number 10 position. He's in the left wing, he's in the right wing, and he's dangerous in all of these areas. So, but the thing is that for a 35, they also still have us. Athletic because it takes athleticism mm-hmm. to do that for 60, 70, 80 minutes. And for him to be doing that consistently with high quality, for me, I'm like, that's, that's just that's football. That's just football. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, he's my favorite. He's my favorite thing about Madrid right now. But all right. What is it about Casemiro, man? Why does he always score? Like in games that I watch, they're just guys who just have that score clutch thing about them like a and knack, they just you know knack yeah that's they just have a knack for scoring and an oh. eye for a goal and just know where to be at the right time then they now know how to execute you see, this is the this is the interesting thing about madrid is when they lose it's easy to come up with the criticism of uh or if they just don't win a game where they're supposed to win it's easy to come up with man if, if only they had ronaldo <laughs> like that's that's, that's a kind of easy place to go to um but this is a game where, like, the whole team collectively just stomped the whole other team. So you get a goal from a defensive midfielder. And then what Carvajal did to force the own goal from uh, O'Black. Just like that's, oh, no, no, that's... don't do that. Don't do that to, to Carvajal. That is Carvajal's goal. That's not an own goal. That's that's Carvajal's goal. I, th- I know what you mean. But... No, no, no. There's not no what I mean. I'm speaking by what's on paper. I'm sure. No, I'm no, sure. No, I'm F sure it's that. not See, no, on paper as Carvajal's I'm talking goal. about football. Forget about what 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 this. I know. I understand. Footballing wise, that is Carvajal's. I know. Like he celebrated, like he scored it because he did. Like he forced it to happen. But, but my the overall point is, if Madrid can beat you with goals from a right back, and a defensive midfielder, that bodes well for them. That's all I'm saying. Like no, if no, if. No, but... if if Vinicius isn't on the score sheet, if Hazard's not playing, if Rodrigo's not on the score sheet, if Cruz doesn't need to score a free kick or put in a corner for Ramos to score in the 90th minute, or you know, if Benzema doesn't have to score like what he did in the in the Champions League in midweek, but you can get, you can beat Atletico with Casemiro and Carvajal being the ones that provide you the offense. That's a good sign for Zidane, I think. Just like the whole team. Collectively pitching in instead of relying on one guy or two. I mean, basically, this brings up the um, when people said, "Okay, comparing Real this Real Madrid generation and the Iniesta Javi Barcelona generation," because I always said, "No, 
man, Zidane, this guy's over the hill. You're going to get sacked because you're going to lose to Montreal and end up in, oh, 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 and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but in the space of that whole thing, they topped their group. And these guys seem to have just gotten, you know like how, you have, how you have like second wind, third wind, whenever you're trying to stay up. It's like if they've just gotten like an extra lease of life from somewhere. So listen, this generation that's won three sales in a row, this is a special generation. Do we have to have a conversation that Zidane might actually be the GOAT? You did because okay, do you know how people say the GOAT and the GOAT means greatest of all time, but somehow hmm. there are multiple GOATs. Greatest of all time is a definitive statement that there can only really be one GOAT. Mm. But there's so many people who are called a goat. So Messi's a goat, Cristiano's a goat, Pele's a goat, Ronaldo's mm. a goat, meaning OG Ronaldo. Is the actual goat, like the actual greatest of all time, I think seems to be Zidane. Like, no, no, wait, 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 wait. Let me pause you. Let me pause what you. What can he quick. do wrong? Wait, 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 wait. Let me pause you real, real quick. I know where, where you're going with this. But Beckenbauer may have him beat. But I'll tell you what. If Zidane wins a World Cup with France, he's the GOAT. <laughs> if, if he wins the World Cup with France, Zidane is, he is the greatest thing in football. This guy has Champions Leagues, World Cups as a, well, World Cup as a player. He has, there's like two things in his career he's done wrong, and one of them really kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, bro, he called my sister a whore, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> No, no. Who, I respect who, him for who that. Who gives a damn it's a Champions League? Yeah, not Champions League. A no, no, World Cup fight. final. Who see, gives see, a shit? No, no, you see, I respected him more because that just shows that Zidane is he's he's got character. He's like, I don't give a damn. I'm in a freaking World Cup final. Do you know what he just said? Headbutts into the freaking chest. Hey, but the, the, the idea that like what what has he put his hands on that ultimately hasn't worked for him? That's kind of my point. So I just wonder like. Could he actually, like, is he that blessed to where if he stays in football for 10, 15 more years, what will he accomplish? No, no, no. Given that everything goes his way. My thing is the whole France thing. Unless he doesn't want it to go his way. If if he wins the World Cup with France, I'm giving, I I still think that it's Beckenbauer. (laughs) Have you seen Beckenbauer's freaking... Really? I mean, this guy has... I think he's won pretty much everything as a player and as a manager. He's won, I think he's won every major thing as a player and a manager. Which is, which is insane. Insane, you know. So, I think Beckenbau might be, technically speaking, the GOAT. But I just think the real GOAT is if Zidane can win a World Cup with France. Then it's like, guys, like, come on, like this. Because it's, it's been annoying me now that like everybody is a GOAT. Everybody can't be the GOAT. There's only one. So we have to pick who. And I'm just saying, okay, I think... Okay, 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 let me ask you this then. Who, if you had to say right now, 2020, mm-hmm. December 2020, who would be the definitive GOAT? Pele. Because I've already said who the GOAT is, and, and I said this earlier, not not just when it happened. Well, you see, like, the easy one to go to now is, oh, Maradona, because obviously he passed away. But I, I, despite him passing away and it being, like, a sad moment in football or whatever, I'm sticking by my guns, man. It's Pele. But you see, I wait, I think we had this conversation where I think, yeah, you said Pele and I said Mar- Maradona. Because I've always said that taking everything into account, if I had to pick a goat, 
I said it's 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 it's, it's always Maradona. Like well, I get the whole. And I, thing. we've definitely had this conversation because I when you say take everything into account, I put racism on the table. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and but, Pele, Pele beat racism yeah, and. Yeah. Beat all those other teams. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but 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 you know what I always say about the Pele Maradona. I don't think because Maradona had racism to go through too, because he was yeah, one of yeah. the darker Italian or yeah. Italian. One no, of the but, darker. But, 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 but the thing with the thing is that so. as much as the racism thing is a great um one in Pele's corner, because that is key. Because again, bro, this guy was doing things that Maradona you know, that overcame addiction. So no, no, but my thing with Maradona is that he was just the better player. So because he was the oh, better yeah. player. You know, it's well, that's, re- that's... relative to their time. I wonder if he was the better player, bro. But, that's a, but that that that's a conversation <laughs> for for <laughs> how, yeah. how good is that? that yeah, yeah, how good is the yeah, right, yeah. Let's, let's let's save that. I save that. So, um, Barcelona beat Levante. Messi scored the game-winning goal. It was a one-nil game. <laughs> so so much for this whole Messi's not playing well. Blah blah blah. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 he pause, came pause. through. Oh, you know, I was looking through the Segunda Division. <laughs> You know, there's a team called Lugo. <laughs> okay, they're right like now like L- mid-table. L U G O. L U G O. That's it. Are, are are they winning? No, no, uh, they're like they're like mid-table, which is annoying. Uh... If these guys could just get promoted. <laughs> okay, no, who 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 are like the top three? Like who who might well, come no, no, in? Like it's like really boring guys. Like guys that that's oh. you know like I mean, let me let me bring it up. It's, it's guys that you already know which 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 sucks, man. But. <laughs> I don't know, Spanish teams they just have very interesting names, but it's, it's a good league team. There's a team called Lugo. So um top is yeah, see Real Madrid, Mallorca are top. Uh. Espanol and Almeria, who've who've all been in. Yeah. So Le- wow. Leganes, Sporting Guion, Rio Vallecano, Girona, Mirandes, Teams, Pon, teams we know. Pon Ferradina, Lugo. What, 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 what was the team before Lugo? Ponferradina. <laughs> Do you know what that reminded me? That like <laughs> on, on Twitter, like they have news on Twitter. And yeah. one of the news is of today was Pornhub took off like 7 yeah, million yeah, yeah, videos. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and like, and, and, and like, and like what's, what's called Xvideos is also trendy because like, whoa, Xvideos, man, we're all good, man. Come over here, man. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, we're not taking shit now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, basically, so let's say, so last point Logrones, Castellon, Sabadell, Alcorthon, and Albacete are in there, man. So, basically, yeah, so basically, right now, Lugo has 10. Are there any B, are there any B teams? Like Madrid B, Barcelona no, B? No, 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 no. Anyway. So, come on, Lugo, man. 26 points, 10th, man. Yes, it, uh, yeah, it's, it's looking pretty hard for them to, so, to, to, to so, get promoted. So, so you're rooting for Lugo. Yeah. <laughs> Lugo, Huesca, Ibar. Yeah, yeah they, have, they have Zaragoza away on Saturday, man. So come on, man. Let's get those three points. <laughs> <laughs> let's get those three points. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a Lugo supporter now. <laughs> <laughs> does, yo, does, does, does their kit look good? If yeah, I mean, look, I'm, I'm looking at it. Let me, let me see what You, you <laughs> should invest. <laughs> um, Lugo kit. Like, it's not like, you, you know, like, no matter how good Benevento is, I, you'd never buy their kit because it's just disgusting. So, yeah, this is like a weird kit. I think it's sort of like blue. Actually, it's not bad. All right. Not bad. 
Okay. All right, what's next? Oh, we mentioned Messi just quickly. I, mm. I think it's fair. Like, if if, if we're going to say Messi's downing tools just because he wants to leave, then when he shows up, then we have to mention it as well. So, mm. big up Messi. He is who we thought he was, just not as regularly as mm. we would like him to be. I, th- I think, isn't this like his second open goal so far this season in La Liga? Might be. There was There was the one... For the Maradona tribute. Oh no no no! Sorry, it's it's, it's his third because because he scored it against thing. Is it was his best or someone than the Maradona tri- tribute one? Then mm-hmm. I think yeah, this is third. All right, so there you go, man. Rescuing rescuing. Uh, what's his face's job, man? Ronald Koeman. So speaking of rescuing jobs, though, I, that was a natural fucking segue. I didn't even mean to do it. Lucien Favre sacked from Dortmund after losing five one <laughs> to Stuttgart. Now, I wonder if they knew Bayern were going to drop points and the table actually doesn't look that bad, do they still get rid of him? Or maybe they did get rid of him after Bayern drew. But either way, maybe they're understanding, yo, Bayern aren't the strongest performing team in Bundesliga this year. Like, they're actually giving people chances. It's just like Mm. we need to get the points in order to make their kind of slip-ups count for something. But Dortmund seemed to have this thing in them where it's just, ah, we'll just lose every now and again or we'll just draw every now and again. Um, so I guess they want a little bit more consistency, which isn't the, the wildest thing. But I know you've been against Favre for a while. So mm-hmm. what, are, what, what are your quick thoughts on uh, Lucien Favre? Um, how, to, how to happen? He, since he's been here since 2018, has Dortmund moved forward. Have really improved. Mm. They've not moved forward. The odd quality game here and there, but I think what is lacking is his in-game management and how he can. He's incapable of really tactically winning games for these guys. So I think that what this because there's some talented guys here. Gio Reyna looks pretty good. That looks like a pretty good guy. Speaking of which, have you read his Players Tribune article? No. Really good. Really, 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 really good. Very sad, but really, really good as well. Um. Giorena, Sancho, Haaland, Witzel. There are quality players here, and this dude has not Witzel. really done anything with his players. Um, yes, I said Witzel, yes. With the, the, the dude with the afro. No, I'm just saying, like, you put, like, three young players, like, under 21s, probably, and then Witzel, who's, like, oh, no, no, 27. Just the players who I think are the best in, in the team. Oh, okay. You know, so... And they just happen to be, to be, to be the, the young players who are there. So, yeah, no... Bro, he has to be sacked. You're, you're taking the mic. So um, my thing is that what do Dortmund do? Because what I've heard is their interim manager is going to take charge till the end of the season. And I'm like, yeah. what? Surely you're going to try and hire They're trying to manager. do flick. Maybe they think they have their version of him. They right? don't. You see, they there's don't. Al- isn't there always some young... Interim German manager who's just like I don't know, just come and he's just I don't know, he's just just the what's, what's it called, just the pipeline of recurring managers. Maybe they just think they have one. No, nah, no, nah. <laughs> no, no, no. A, a, a Hansi Flick isn't like. Who would you try to hire though? Hmm? Who would you try to hire if you were Dortmund? Like if you try to win something with like, would you go for it? Like Allegri doesn't seem to make no, sense. No, 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 no. That, that, Pochettino that doesn't seem to make sense. So is there anybody who's like? A name that's recognizable that makes sense and fits Dortmund. It's, it's just that he's now with Everton. Ancelotti would have been really good. 
I think he would have worked really, really well. Because I think what he wants is a guy who can allow these guys to express themselves and not take away the attacking instincts, but understands tactics and can and can bring, bring a winning mentality to to them. So that's what you need, like that kind of balance between winning mentality, but let these guys play the attacking football that and really enjoy them themselves. You can really you could have seen Ancelotti go to Dortmund. No, no, I'm saying that that would have been a really good fit. Whether you guys, I don't know, but that would have been a good fit. All right. I will accept the cookies so I can look at the available managers. Here uh, we go. Ernesto Valverde. No. Well. <laughs> I mean. No, no, no. no. Take your original decision, man. If you do snap no, then I think it's a no. Uh, Pochettino. No. Setien. No. Allegri. Oh, fuck no. Sorry. Maurizio Sarri. You know what? You know what? That's not the worst idea. That in the is world. not the worst idea. <laughs> that is um, not the worst idea. He's available. Um, Favre is obviously back on the list. Spalletti, Silva, nah. Marcelino, nah. Blanc, Jardim's available. Maybe that <laughs> makes sense. But he'll he'll want to play four four two, and I'm not sure that, mm. that that's what they want to do. The other names on here, I'm seeing Mark Hughes, Jurgen Klinsmann. Um, we'll go through one more page. Um, names that we recognize. Eddie Howe's available. What? Okay. Um, Vieira. <laughs> Nigel Pearson. David Wagner. I know he's nah. German. From the names that I'm seeing. Sorry. Sorry kind of, it's not that's, the worst idea in the world. That's, that's, that's a really, that would make sense, man. Because in German, the way, like, it would work. It would work. And would he work. would improve as a coach. Yeah. Look, Just, man, put, it's be, talking taxes, we put that out in the ether. So if Sari gets hired, we want 25%. <laughs> so. Yeah, the rest of these guys, uh, nah. All right. Where do we want to go next? Italy or France? Let's go Italy. Because um, we still have Champions League to discuss. Um. What's one story from Italy that you could pull out if you felt like it? Um, I give you the whole league. I think I would say AC Milan look interesting. They still don't have Ibrahimovic, mm-hmm. but these guys are like they. Well, so I, I think it was like a last minute goal that, that 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 they scored. So I think Milan are very serious about. I think they have seven points in nine games. Or from so they have seven points out of nine without Ibra, mm-hmm. so that's good. But yeah. this week they drop points. Palma. And everybody else won. So Napoli won, Juventus won, Inter won. Um, you know everybody who's close enough to them, they all won. Yeah, so Napoli. They were, so everybody yeah. just caught up two points on them basically. So. You know, no, for, for basically for me, Milan are not winning the the. Yeah, the I don't league. think so either. But, but I think they'll get is, top four. Yeah, well, I and mean, that's the key part. Yeah, if if it gets top four, oh my gosh, that's is my gosh. When 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 else with Milan in the Champions League? Exactly. So, so that's that's just stay stay top as long as you can, because that means when you eventually mess up and Juventus come for you, you you have all these points exactly. that you've already built you, up. They can just, walk with you. Yeah. You know, save for the rainy day, basically. Mm. So while you're good, bank while you can. Um... All right, Neymar had a bad injury in I think the ninety-something minute of their game against Lyon. Lyon won. PSG center backs. 
I'm confused. And Marquinhos? It, I don't know. I don't know who it was. All right, because I, I was I was I was watching the Arsenal game and I was watching the PSG game at the same time. I think is I think that's what was on at the same time. So I had one on the iPad, one on the TV, and I was watching the Arsenal game and I was thinking this isn't good for them. <laughs> <laughs> and on the iPad, I hear like you know French commentary. Oh, what a kibut or whatever it was. And I, was, I looked. I was like, oh, PSG obviously scored. Nope, Lyon scored because PSG center backs decided uh, the ball's a bomb and we don't want to <laughs> dribble it, so they just passed it around like idiots. And um, Lyon pounced on it, and that was the only goal in the game. But <sighs> you see, Neymar did something at the end of the first half. Well, I was like, this guy, man, he's never going to learn. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. So it's the end of the first half, and he's kind of just dribbling around, and he tries a rainbow flick. <laughs> and I'm like, Why? this guy, he just wants to do rainbow flick. It goes to halftime, and I'm just thinking, like, this guy, he he won't learn. So the end of the second half now, he's kind of just dribbling around. Obviously, he's trying to make something happen because they're down by, by a mm. goal. And I don't know, just a fellow Brazilian comes and does the scissor tackle motion on him. <laughs> and his ankle goes over. He needs the stretcher. Um, I've seen today that the reports on his ankle are like reassuring from yeah, the yeah, PSG I think they said, like, side. Yeah, a few weeks. A few so weeks. he's he's not going to be out months. So he'll be available for the the Champions League and and games to come. But yeah, I, the player that Neymar could have been without the injuries makes me sad that we'll never get to see it. Almost the same way Hazard. The player that he could have been without injuries makes me sad, because there's there's an idea in football that you know uh, I don't know even even you have this idea to an extent or just this feeling where the Messi Ronaldo era has gone on for too long and we need these young kids to come through. So Mbappe, Haaland, Yao Felix, like you know, bring me the kids basically. Mm. But we've skipped a generation almost. Now, obviously, you can put that on Messi and Ronaldo's longevity to where, the meaning, like in the in the in the public consciousness, those two are just always relevant. But the Hazard, the Pogba, the Neymar, like that generation of player, they've seemed like I don't, just something happened to them. We're just it's not working like we thought it would work. <laughs> like mm. those three, especially. Pogba, Hazard, Neymar. I. I think those should have been the next generation of like guys, like legends. I don't know if they're gonna hit that before well, no, no, I, we, but think... like, like Haaland, Neymar, yeah, like those guys seem like they're on a better trajectory than the guys that we thought you know, five no, years no, ago. No, you're, you're right because it's like should have for been me. I've guy. always said that the whole Messi Cristiano thing has poisoned football. The fact that a spotlight has been on them and they've sold this dumbass rivalry. It's points football because football is ever evolving. Mm. And yeah, you have your time, then these guys have their time and these players that come in, they, they take the game into a whole new plateau. Because um Aaron Nine Ronaldo was one thing. Zidane was one thing. Ronaldinho was one thing. You know? And these guys sort of like this the face of of, of of football represented something different because you're you're a different human being. You have a different character. You have it's a different just... interpretation of, of the game. So, it was supposed to be aha. This is now the era of Neymar, Hazard, and Pogba, 
who will take the game of football in a whole different era as opposed to what Messi and Cristiano did, which would have been very exciting to see. Because I just think football is healthier whenever you have a new crop of players who come in and, ah, this is now the new... You always want to have a new face. You don't want to have the same face for 10 years. It's it's boring and it and becomes stale, you know? And I mm-hmm. think that has damaged... It has damaged football that the fact that it has become stale and stagnant with Messi and Christian just... What they're just doing now is just stats padding now. You know, so it's like, okay, yeah, cool. Okay, we get in a bots. I want to see someone do something new. Hence why Jao Felix is an interesting guy to look at. Because, aha, this is now, it will be the, the new guy that will not take football in a whole different place because he's a new face, it's new player. Partly, it's partly that the older generation have suffocated the younger one just with their longevity. So they've no, just no, no. kind of taken it's, the resources. It's, 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 it's the whole Barcelona thing. Like, but at the same time, like if if you give them fitness, well, Pogba's an interesting case because I think he almost took himself out of the conversation by going back to Manchester United. Like at the time that he went back, I think if he goes, if he stays at Juventus, or if he goes to PSG, if he goes to Real Madrid or Barcelona, wherever he chooses to go, that would Im- that would have improved his his status probably. But going to Manchester United at that time in that limbo place with Mourinho and after Van Hal and what's going on there now with Aldi like he's four or five years of his prime essentially not totally wasted but closer to wasted than not wasted Mm. (laughs) so that's that but Hazard stayed at Chelsea probably a bit too long Neymar was under Messi maybe too long but now you look like was PSG really the place to go if you wanted to get out of his shadow like uh... So just the career decisions on top of injuries and all that kind of stuff. I feel like, man, like, did are we losing that generation, or is there still enough time for them? But Hazard's going to be thirty. Neymar's going to be thirty soon. Pogba's a little bit younger, so maybe there's still time left. I think he's twenty six or twenty seven. Um, but yeah, I just wonder: are we going to skip them and go straight to Haaland, Felix, Mbappe? Mbappe's clear, anyway. Like, even the World Cup. <laughs> like, I think Mbappe might get more credit for that historically than Pogba. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm slightly disappointed at that. But, yeah, when he got the ankle injury, I was like, again? You need a stretcher again? God damn. Like, it just makes me feel away. Like, like, just how, make sure that's your How many times are Neymar and Hazard not going to be playing football at the same time? You know, I feel, it, sure, feels, it feels like either sure one of them or both February. of them are always injured. All I care about is make sure you're fit for February. That's all that matters. Just make sure okay. your ass is fit for February, bro. Let's let's get to it. Um, I think speaking of February, I I, <laughs> I think we spent ten minutes at the beginning talking about pie. So let's give them at least fifteen minutes on Champions League. Um, what's up, man? Pull. Could, could you pull up the draw for? My own benefit, so I don't like oh, misspeak. Of, of course, my 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 dear sire. Open new tab. Oh my god! Sky <laughs> pick like the pixelated pick. All right, we'll make it. Okay, we'll wait, make wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. I'll I'll get no, you. No, no, we'll make it. It's fine. We'll make it. All right. P- PSG Barcelona is dangerous for a multitude of reasons. Primarily. This whole messy to PSG thing, I think y'all can dead that noise. 
Like, there's no way Barcelona are selling Messi to PSG in in January, no, knowing but, that they have no, to play but, okay, them in February. Just, so that's not happening. So just chill. for the fun of it. Just for the fun of it. No, 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 no. It's not oh. happening. So chill. He's going to Manchester City or nowhere now. So all these PSG fans, we're getting Messi. We're getting Messi. No, <laughs> no. Um. Also, one of those two out in the round of sixteen. That's okay. not good. I think that's like a dangerous one. Where like. Tuchel, you'll be in. You could be in trouble if you lose. Also, Kuman, you might be in trouble if you lose. You know, no, no, see, see, that Barca PSG one is a, it's a weird one because let's just say everybody's fit, everyone's fit. PSG Barca, Griezmann, Messi, everyone, everyone is all fit. Um, PSG should win that. Yeah, they should. Like they really should 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 win that because I was looking at this. Oh my gosh, it's Neymar for the simple. If Neymar is if Neymar is fit and plays that game, PSG win. If all they have is reliant on, on Mbappe, I think Barca may get it. You see, this is the cool thing about, I think, the Champions League, though. Or at least this draw, anyway. Mm. Is that there are, like, 10 big clubs, maybe 11. And only two of these ties are, like, where they're against each other. So, Barcelona, PSG, and Chelsea, Atletico, those two ties are kind of unavoidable like but the fact that city are by themselves Bayern are by themselves juventus are by themselves madrid are by themselves like that's good because that means the quarterfinals are going to be strong hopefully and if they aren't that means you know we get an upset in round of 16 what you don't want is juventus against liverpool in this round you're you're, you're being very assuming you're being very assuming i mean there's the Okay, let's let's be as assumptive as, as assumptive as we can be, if that's a word. City as assuming as assuming, assuming. Didn't you? Didn't you have like a bachelor's in English or something? Assumptive like a isn't a word. It 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 doesn't feel like a word. I feel like I made it up. So let's let's do some googles. It's assuming. It's assuming. Okay, look. I'm assumptive, a nature of an assumption. Yeah, it's a word. Oh, because you use Google. <laughs> it felt like a word, and I, you know, you know when you like. I, 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 I'm I, I, not I sure if this Google is a word, but it feels like it should be. So uh, even if it isn't, um, so yeah, being assumptive. City, Bayern, Atletico, Liverpool, Juventus, PSG, Dortmund, and Madrid. Basically, everybody who won their group except Chelsea should go through. <laughs> If we're being real now, like I think the the Gladbach tie is far difficult than it might seem on paper. Mm. Um, Leipzig Liverpool is not going to be easy, given what we referenced with Liverpool. If you have a, if you're struggling against Fulham, let's see what Nagelsmann can do to you. Mm-hmm. Um, Sevilla Dortmund going against Sevilla in a two leg tie at, me, that's at, at your peril. Basically, and that is fifty fifty tie. Atalanta can score at will, so. There's no easy game for Madrid. Basically, my thing is, the the, the closest is Sevilla Dortmund. That is literally the most 50-50 tie out of all, all of those. Yeah. Because um, when we're doing our previews, I looked at about okay, now matchups and so forth. We said, and all agree that yeah, Real Madrid wanna, would want to avoid Atalanta. They can beat most second place teams, but they'd want to avoid Atalanta because. 
you can't of how defend. they transition. But <laughs> they've said that um, Papo Gomez may may leave in general because he fell out with Gasparini. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know. I think if you have like Fit Ramos, which then controls Varane to an extent, mm. if you can keep that center back partnership solid, and you, I guess you don't play Marcelo. <laughs> hush, hush. Show some respect. Show some and respect. you kind of just kind of keep it tight at the back to an extent. I think I I think Madrid get through, you know, um, and if if there's Fit Hazards. An open game like that, come on. We, we, I need a not, I need a knockout goal, Eden. So I expect him to eat if he's if he's good. Zad man, we need. No pun intended. No pun intended. <laughs> wait, wait, what was the pun? What did you say? I said I expect him to eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick, man. That is really sick. Man. That's so sick. Um, yeah, don't, don't if we just work it up. So Dortmund Sevilla, I agree. It's it's very it's fifty fifty, but it feels fifty fifty anyway because of Sevilla's prowess in Europe. But that's more Europa League. But this is this is like a very Europa League ish kind of tie. It's the most Europa League one of these, of like oh these these two teams fell out of the Champions League and now they're drawn against each other. Like I think um, Sociedad got um, Man United. Manchester United and Benfica are playing Arsenal. Mm. Sevilla Dortmund feels like it's in that vein of like, ah, oh, that could be in the Europa League. But anyway, um, let's let's see how Dortmund get on for these next few games. Obviously, I don't know how many games they're going to be playing between now and February, given that there's mm. probably going to be a winter break. I don't yeah, know how yeah. long it's going to be, but we'll just have to monitor and see what the new Dortmund look like. Um, so okay, so so you're so you're basically saying obviously we'll get into it more on Thursday, but you're saying OUT for Chelsea Atletico. That's OUT. I mean, yeah, I'm leaning towards it's not going to be good for Chelsea, but <laughs> again, like when when, when, yeah, when we're looking at fifty fifties, I think Dortmund Sevilla are closer to fifty fifty. Oh yeah, then, for sure. And, oh, no, no, and, and then, then Atletico Chelsea are the next closest. So it's not. One You're way calling Atletico like, Chelsea 50-50? Chelsea, no, it's like 45-55. It's like, it's close. Like, it's not like some, it's not going to be a bloodbath. Oh, no, 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 no. Because no. the way Atletico play, they will give you a chance. Like, they're not trying to, like, if it was Bayern against Chelsea, Bayern, they're not, like, last, like last time, Bayern aren't giving you a chance. Hmm. Atletico, the way they play, it's like, oh, you, you guys can have the ball. You, you won't get past, but you can have the ball and try. Mm-hmm. So if Chelsea show up on the day and Werner makes his chances or, I don't know, a Reese James cross goes in the right way, gets on Giroud's head, like there are scenarios where in which Chelsea win. But I don't think, I think if you played the game 10 times, I think, at or if you played this tie 10 times, I think Atletico would win six and Chelsea would win four. Mm. So just the chances are in Atletico's favor that they go through. But um, yeah, it's... It's closer. No, no, no. It's close. I mean, I mean, basically, the matches I'm looking for. It's to the, the worst. Most... Basically, this is the best Atletico could have gotten. Yeah, for sure. This and it's the, the worst the Chelsea, Chelsea could have gotten. So I mean, basically, the matches I'm looking forward to the most out of these, I think Real Atlanta is going to be a really good match. Sevilla Dortmund is going to be fun. Mm. Um, I tell you, you know, I think. Most of these matchups are really good. I mean, apart from Bayern last year, which is going to be a landslide, 
Um, these matches are actually really good. Like City, Mönchengladbach, Lazio, Liverpool, they are all good. They're all going to be good games. Fine, man. They're going to hit them with. Is it called the jet ski or whatever they call it? <laughs> they're going to hit them with some. No, no, no. Bayern are going to. Yeah, they're, they're going to get that ass, man. Uh, oh no, but who knows? Maybe is it Immobile and all the rest of those guys? Maybe, maybe they'll come I through. I beg, man. I beg, please, Jerry. <laughs> Immobile, it's him. It's, you know what? Okay. It's, it's do. do you wish this was a one-leg affair, like neutral no. ground? No. Like if, that was cool. It was cool for it, but I'm so happy we're back to two legs. Let's go. I think it's dumb to be playing two legs in a pandemic. If I'm honest. I feel like this should all be done at one place. Like everybody bro, goes. Pfizer to... is out there, man. Pfizer. <laughs> Pfizer, bro. Pfizer. Pfizer, but so you trust Pfizer, but don't. I mean, no. okay. No, let's let's I'm let's not, not I'm, get I'm, into I'm skepticism. Not the vaccine. See, I want to well, take. Well, I might see. No, I might. I might take the vaccine. Who knows? I don't. I, I want to take it. I just don't want to take the first round. Like just. Oh yeah. I, yeah, I will yeah, take like, shot version number two. Once yeah, you... let me let let's see how it's it's it goes on you. Then oh, then I'll take it afterwards. Let me I'll, I'll take it yeah, after. Like, uh, see, I'm not place. against vaccines. I'm just this seems pretty quick. Yeah, to have one already, given what what I've read about vaccines and whatnot. So, you know, but I I've read that like um they want the uh, some it's like a Lufthansa and United and all these people that they're, they're gonna have like have you had your shots? If you haven't, then you're not getting on our airplane. So. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I would prefer everybody just for the player safety and all that kind of stuff. Just make it one leg in a neutral ground. I feel like that was fun last time. Like I'm not so beholden to like I love away goals and the two leg affairs. Like it's it makes it more interesting. But like the suspense and drama of like Gladback against City in a one leg tie. Are you sure? Hey. Are you sure Pep doesn't fuck up? Over 90 minutes to where Gladback can't beat them in a 90-minute yeah. game? I'm not sure about that. But no, no, two no, no, legs, no, no, it's like, ah, Man City, they should find a way. I miss, I, I love the away goal. Like, that for me is, if I had to pick one of the best rules or things in football, it's the away goal rule. Now, it used to be the golden goal. Golden goal was iconic because I was like, man, what? We, ooh, everyone's ooh, ooh. balls are on the line. Are you, okay, are you ready for this question? Would you take a Champions League that had the golden goal, but it's only one leg? So, <sighs> so, 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 so let's say Atletico and City go to... City? Atletico and Chelsea go <sighs> into extra that's, that's time. Silly. Oh, man. That's, that's, and there's that's 30 silly. minutes of golden goal. Or you sacrifice that for like two legs. I think Champions League with Golden Goal would be amazing. <laughs> Golden Goal would be crazy <laughs> because because basically it's it's like it's like what my my brother used to say to me. He said like basically Golden Goal is like a punishment for you guys not being able to win in in, in night. The fact that you were not able to win in an hour and a half, this is your punishment. So whoever scores next wins. So. And the thing we about Golden Goal is like, bro, anybody can be a hero. Mm. Anyone can be a hero. Nah, nah, Golden Goal was amazing. Yeah. See, so for me, yes. <laughs> if you bring in Golden Goal, lo, lo, ah, nah, that would be crazy. The worst, didn't they try like a silver goal? Which was stupid. <laughs> I was like, 
oh, so just, if you're winning at the end of this half of X percent, I mean, shut up. I mean, what, just, what, it what? sounds bad too. It like, was so the, stupid. The silver so, goal. Okay, so what is the bronze goal? The bronze goal. If you score in a ten minutes increment while doing a handstand, I mean, shut up. Uh, but yeah, I think I would much rather prefer the single elimination. But I'm not against double elimination or two two legged affair. Oh no 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 no. no. The away goal rule is a amazing, amazing rule. That's an amazing rule. It's it's the it's the most fair way to do it. No, I'll no, put no. it that For, way. Forget about fairness. It's exciting because it means that one goal can very easily change the whole course of a game. You just just a goal now, the entire game changes. Not that oh, it's a draw and we now go to extra time, thirty minutes. No, you score this goal, you're winning now. <laughs> so you now have to now now score and and you have situations where there's no extra time. I like that where now this once this once you've scored this goal right now, which means that anything that happens, we don't go into extra time. So now you need to better score because if you don't score, they're not there thirty minutes. You're out. I love right, that. So most anticipated game of this slate. It's Barcelona. Well, look, it's I mean, actually, let me let me just look. It's got to be Barca PSG, right? Unless unless you're going to be a homer and pick Atletico Chelsea. No. Yeah, it's it's Barcelona PSG. Yeah. I mean, because I, I was trying to be like, is there any? Yeah, it's it's Barca PSG. Like, the game, just based on just what I think will be the most exciting in terms of just purely foot on a footballing level, it's Sevilla Dortmund. Well, guys, I mean, come on. It's Barca I, PSG. Okay. Um, upset special. Who do I think is going to provide the biggest upset? Who do you think has the biggest chance of being eliminated that you think is the favorite? Um, my eyes refuse to go away from that Liverpool Leipzig, man. <laughs> I think I agree with you. I think I agree with you. Like, um, like, like, no, 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 but, but put it this way. I still believe Liverpool will, will, will win, but if I had to choose one, no Van Dyke, no Gomez. Klopp is complaining about injuries and so forth. That is the best chance I see of a team knocking out a huge favorite. You see, Gladbach City catches my eye. Like I, you can see Pep fucking. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but then again, like the 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 playing over the course of three hours, though, yeah. that kind of makes me lean City. But if you made me pick, I think I'd still go Gladbach. Like. Taram and play like what can you guys do you know anyway hmm. um all right this is an easy one but uh forfeit rule <laughs> oh forfeit rule lazio <laughs> phone home dog like no nah, i'm sick <laughs> no 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 you know what? we have everybody has coronavirus we can't show up i'm sorry but you know it's i'll be real with happens, you you know but... no no you know you know what in this, this is why I like this whole thing. I wouldn't say a forfeit rule for any of these fake fixtures, but I, I think that Juve Porto is going to be more one-sided than Bayern Lazio. Bayern will beat Lazio, but for me, I think Lazio. See, I think Lazio will cause Bayern more issues than Porto will cause Juve issues. No. No. <laughs> Bayern Lazio playing Bayern for three hours. <laughs> Look, man, we'll hopefully we'll, three, we'll, we'll no. We'll, we'll all of these see. games are three hours long. Okay, you think 
Lazio has a chance against Bayern for three hours? No, no. no I didn't say they have a chance, but I, I said that they, they, will, they have a better chance than Ports against Juve. There's no way that Bayern aren't getting at least seven goals. Look, Bayern is probably going to win both legs. Okay, so I'll give you that. He'll probably win both legs. All right. I'd like to go Chelsea. Who are you picking? Or are we going to save that for the complicated Chelsea let's, show? Let's, let's, let's. <laughs> All right. Please discuss why Chelsea is not beating a team above 11th in the league. Also, don't talk about it on your Chelsea show. Also, the reaction of AFTV and Arsenal fans online are fake to create more clicks and views for more money. Damn. Is that an issue we should have with it? Oh, I like that. That's an interesting one. Do you have an issue with Arsenal Fan TV? Nope. Okay, how do I say this gently? Have you seen what Troops is up to? Yeah, and um, Barstools. I don't think I like that for him. Not even I think I don't like that. I don't like that for him. And I'll explain why. I know where you're going. Go Barstool are an American sporting company, right? Mm. And the same way that I think you used the word laddishness before with me and you kind of explained to me what that means in an english context that's kind of what barstool is in an american context they're like mm. the it's where like the guys go in that sense right mm. but they don't know football but they understand personality so mm. you watch arsenal fan tv and you watch a troops interview and you understand this guy is a commodifiable asset if we put him in the right scenarios He'll do things that people will want to see. We can make money from that. But we don't really know football like that. We're American guys. We care more about baseball, hockey, basketball, football. Mm -hmm. American football meaning. But this whole soccer thing? Mm, we don't know about that. But we understand that this guy is popular and can make money. So there was this one clip that was, you know, was like spliced together. And I was watching it. I was like, does he know he's on camera in that way? It looked like an episode from The Office or Parks and Recreation <laughs> or just a show where like somebody has like a camera and they're like almost acting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I was like, you. okay, if, if he doesn't understand it or if he doesn't see it, that's one thing. If he does know, then that's another thing. But the way that you have to market him to an audience that doesn't really care about football but just cares about kind of just personality isn't good because to an extent a lot of the people on arsenal fan tv are already caricatures of themselves you have people apart like apart from ty apart from ty i yeah i, I believe him i believe ty that is <laughs> i believe how he is. yeah but like you know when when uh Kelechi goes on on the mic and he has to start with the song. Mm -mm. I'm just like, come on, bro! Like your yeah, team yeah. lost. No, like, Why are mate, you singing, bro, bro, bro? Like, mates, <laughs> mates. but that's that that's part of his character or his caricature. Yeah. But if if you're with a company that doesn't know football really, but they understand, hey, this Kelechi guy has a bit of something, they're gonna make you do that even more. Just mm. hey, sing more songs, sing it louder, do a dance. Mm. Now, obviously, if they're paying him, and he needs to put. If he needs to put food on the table for his family, then, you know, I'm, ne I'm never going to be anybody to take food out of your mouth. Then, you know, do what you got to do. But understand the situation you're in. And I don't like that, that it just feels like they're, that he's being used. Now, we're all, we're all used to an extent. So that dynamic exists. But I'd like to think that he doesn't 
see what I see. But if he doesn't, he's just happy with it. Then you know that's a that's a different it's a different conversation. But I yeah, mean, as for but... Arsenal fan TV, I don't really have an issue with it. I do have an issue with Barstool though. No, but you see the points you made about troops. Have you watched The Office, the TV series? Yes. But have you watched both the UK yeah, and the US yeah. version? It's ex- it's what you said is the exact same thing as that, because for me the Office UK thing is one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Like for me, David Brent is like one of the four guys I've ever seen. I don't like life. David Brent because he made oh. it's too cringe, man. And that is why it's amazing. <laughs> and, but no, when I watched no, 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 okay, the okay, troops but, 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 clip, I got that. That's you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the no, no, David no, no, Brent, but, like, ugh, I don't. But I don't but, like but, but see, see, it's the same thing with the Office because the UK Office they understand the organic nature. Of this type of mockumentary comedy, but the U.S. office, they've tried to make it like more of like a film, and they've not really understood understood the organic. They're trying to make it like more actual scripted, like a film. Rather, no, let's try and make this much more real and make this as realistic as possible. Where you can, if let's say you've never seen the Office UK before, you can walk in and think that oh, this is like a real documentary. But in the Office U.S. It is from the moment you watch it, you know that this yeah, this is obviously a TV show. So one thing is a mockumentary, one thing is a TV show. And I think that, basically, when troops decided that, boom, because I remember when he was like, I'm leaving FC to go to Barstow. So I was like, look, man, boom, that's good for you. But in the back of my mind, I was like, I don't know how this is going to work. Because the sports of football... What makes it sweet is it's real. Mm. The way that American fans are about basketball and American football isn't the same as football fans. So when you look at guys in a in an NBA game or NFL game, they've got the hot dogs, they've got the food and everything. So it, yeah, they're, they're passionate about it, but it's much more of like, hey, man, I'm just going to the game and everything. People can or sit fo- together in a lot of places. What do you say? People can sit together in a lot of places. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 La- yeah. Laker fans will be mingled with Miami Heat fans, and it's fun because it's only and one the game. It'll generally be okay. Like there are some instances where it's not okay. Like you wouldn't put like the San Francisco Dodgers or San Francisco Giants with the LA Dodgers. Like that might actually get some beef, right? Mm. But generally speaking. Yes, yeah, so, so, American so, so, sports fans so, can congregate together. Yeah, you so, would so, so, never, so, so, ever, so ever, point, ever in your life put. Even Fulham fans inside the Arsenal fans, like you mm. wouldn't so, do okay, that. So, 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 the point I'm making is this: basically, we look at football fans. Very passionate. It's no, no, no. It's there's a realness to it mm. that you don't get with American fans. So this is not to demean um, Laker fans or New York Yankee fans or anything like that. But for football fans, it's about a realness. Why AFTV works specifically? Why for me? Why I love watching Thai is that this is real. So Robbie just literally gets the mic, puts it inside. There are no frills, no editing, nothing. It's just a mic at time, and it's like, no, this this is real, and the and the real it is, the better it is. Hence why I love watching time because no, this is real, and this guy is really this deluded. So, but for troops, you have to understand that it's like as as you said, the Americans guys they don't really understand the realness of it. They just say, wow, you are a very interesting personality. Engaging personality. Right? So they'll just use that and just say, yeah, let's just hone it on the pers- pers- personality. But what, what made Troops so real was that it was linked into 
the real things that were happening with the Arsenal Football Club and the ups and downs of Arsenal Football Club. So it was linked into the realness of that. But if you now detach that away and just take him the personality and now try to sort of um, make it into like a Hollywood film or a movie, it's like, uh, no, it doesn't work then because it only works because it was real. It was this is this linked to no, yeah, Arsenal really lost five <laughs> 0 and this it's is like, his reaction. I, I believed Robbie when he asked the questions. Like he actually, they were they were coming from a place of like actual it's, it's, care, yeah. but here it's almost like, mm, like you you just want the viral moment, but you don't care about it. It is 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 basically I want troops to succeed, man. Me so, too. And for me, I say boom, but I don't know how it can work. But if it works, happy for him. Just objectively speaking, I don't think it can succeed as well as he could succeed within the England framework. Yeah. yeah. All know, right. So. Um, fellow Arsenal fan A1 says, I personally feel the quality of football has declined, but I'm also concerned about the quality of managers and coaches <laughs> at most of the big clubs. What are your thoughts? <laughs> it makes not, sense no. that A1 would be concerned with the, the quality of managers and coaches. Uh, no, 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 no for, for me, I would say the latter, I would di- disagree, but I would agree with the former. Okay, cool. I um, think, yeah. Oh, I mean... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, sorry, this is a long one from Gowan69. Do you understand, agree with the concept of floor slash ceiling razors in sports? Does this concept apply to football? What attributes do you think you'd find in each type of player? What Which players do you think fall under each label? Um, I'm not familiar with the idea of floor and ceiling razors. In no. sports gowan, so I'll have to look that up and, and get back yeah. to you. Unless have hope. Do you have an idea nope. of what that is? I have is? no idea. Yeah, I've never heard that phrase before, but you know, I don't read everything, so I'll, I'll get on that. But anyway, wait, this wait, has wait, been wait, the on, Talking Tactics podcast. Wait, 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 quickly. Unless you mean floor is trash, ceiling is quality, and razor is you're like a bulldog who breaks people's legs. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, okay. I guess maybe it's, if I could take a stab in the dark, maybe it's players in your team. That if they're in your team, they just make you worse, and everybody kind of plays down to their level. And maybe there's players in your team where if they're in your team, everybody raises themselves to a particular level, and they just improve everybody. Like a rising tide lifts all boats kind of player. Maybe that's what he means, but I'll just have to research it, and I'll get back to you. So anyway, this has been the Talking Tactics Podcast. We do this podcast every Tuesday. Remember to follow us on social medias, um, on Twitter, at Talking Tactics. Facebook, Talking Tactics 352, Instagram, Talking Tactics. Um, you can follow Half Hope at Half Hope Hot. I'm at Daniel to look. Um, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, it's free. We don't charge you any money. But if you do want to help the podcast out, though, you know, put a little coin in the collection plate. Three smack Roonies. $3 a month on Patreon.com. Um, Please help support us and, uh, you know, we give you stuff. There you go. Talk to Texas Podcast. Sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always football. Indeed. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace, peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.